This is Desiree Summer, and you are listening to the podcast where we are talking about ways to have fun, to play more in our lives, and to find the adventures in all our big dreams and goals. Thank you so much for listening. Here we go. Today we're talking about 11 ways to mother yourself because as adults, we often get used to being the one in our homes with all the answers and we forget that we too need nurturing. So whatever your relationship with your mom is, whether it's good, bad, sweet, or sour, it's never too late to give yourself the care and nurturing you need. And who better to reliably give it to you than you? So if you're feeling cranky, joyless, and tired, here are 11 ideas to help get you started. Number one, put yourself to bed. Do you have a regular bedtime? If not, y'all, it's time to institute one, and preferably one that's going to get you the seven to eight hours of shut eye you need every night. Be the kind of mother that sets her child up for success, that would be you in this case, for the next day by putting yourself to bed on time. And the way to do this is to entice yourself into it with a bedtime ritual. That's probably the way your own caretakers got you to comply with yours when you were little, right? They made a big deal about tucking you in, maybe reading you a story. So with that in mind, think of something wonderful that you could give yourself at night to make a bedtime seem more like a prize and less like a bore. Whether you want to pick up a good book that you read right before bed, maybe you want to listen to an audiobook, maybe you want to stretch, maybe some tea. Whatever it is, make your bedtime ritual be something truly enticing to you. Number two, make time to find out how your day was. One of my favorite memories is my mom picking me up from school and asking me how my day was. Even during my teenage years when I was probably kind of cranky and less than forthcoming, it was still so wonderful that she asked and that she cared. Maybe your favorite memory is walking in the door and your mom was ready there with a snack and some sage advice about a problem you were having. You're never too old to provide that same kind of safe space along with all that love and support to yourself. All you need to do is find a journal and a little quiet time to ask yourself how your day was and then really listen to the answer. Number three, clean your room or your kitchen or your car. Whatever that spot is that is zapping your energy every time you walk by it, go to it now and put away five things. Just five, that's it. For instance, if it's a mess around the back door, I can relate to that. You could, one, find a home for that backpack. Two, put the snow coat away now that it's summer. Three, sweep up the dirt the dog tracked in. Four, straighten the shoes. And maybe five, throw away the grocery bags that got left there a couple weeks ago. Just doing five things will change the energy of that spot. You will be amazed how cared for and how wonderful you feel every time you walk by that area. 
In fact, it will probably inspire you to make a little ritual of doing this over and over. And every time you walk to the back door, you're going to smile, and that is so worth it. Number four, take care of your feelings. What did your mom or whoever was the primary nurturer in your house, what did they do when you had a bad day? Did they give you a hug and tell you everything would be all right? Did they make you a favorite meal to cheer you up? Or did they put on some music and help you dance it out? Or what do you wish they had done? Whatever you loved about your childhood experience of having a bad day or whatever you wish they had done, make a plan for what it is you want to do when you have a bad day and work to implement it. So write it out on an index card so you don't forget it. Put it in your purse or wallet. And then make an effort to go buy or create the things you're going to need. So for instance, if you know hot chocolate on a bad day makes you feel amazing, go buy the hot chocolate. Make sure you have everything there for you. If you know you love to dance it out, get that playlist already made. That way, the next time you have an off day, you'll be set to soothe the blues away. Number five, hugs and kisses. Make comforting, consenting touch a part of your day. Because as kids, we often got hugged and held by the people we loved and that loved us. In fact, physical affection wasn't given. But as adults, it's way too easy to let touch slide by the wayside, particularly with everything that's going on right now. But, you know, it's so important, no matter how busy we are or no matter how isolated we're feeling, that we try to get the touch we need, that we make the time and the effort to get a hug when it's safe. So whether it's your partner, your kids, your family, friends, even pets, make hugs, arm touches, high fives, holding hands a part of your life again. We need touch to make us feel safe and to release a whole slew of hormones that make us feel cozy and loved. So make sure that you have a plan for how to reincorporate that into your life. Number six, uh, how are your uh, unmentionables? I hate to mention the unmentionables, but moms often do the little boring shopping that keeps us stocked up on panties, underwear, socks, bras, pajamas, just to name a few of those things. So how are yours looking? If you have worn out elastic or holes or have dingy colors on any of the items above, love yourself enough to go and replenish them. You're worth having clean, well-fitted unmentionables and you will feel different when wearing them. In fact, if you have the cash, I suggest you splurge and buy yourself something extra special, extra pretty, or extra you. And if by chance you find yourself saying, "Um, no one will even see it, is it really worth splurging on that? Please remind yourself that you will see it and you are definitely worth splurging for. Number seven, celebrate daily. Moms are so good at making us feel special and celebrating everything from planning big birthday party extravaganzas to putting that drawing we did in first grade in the place of honor on the fridge and ooing and aahing over it. If you'd like to nurture your own talents and dreams, it's pretty essential that you do the same for you. Make your accomplishments a big deal and celebrate them on the daily. Even better, find a friend who will celebrate even harder for you, right? Someone you can call when you have that promotion or you got your taxes done and they will celebrate even bigger than you would. Number eight, get outside and play. Your mother admonished you to get outside and play for a reason. 
Your life isn't waiting for you in your room, on Netflix, or on your phone. So don't stay holed up inside, isolated in your house. Get outside. Go for a walk, socialize, make time to read, schedule in the things you love to do, and get out there and do it. In fact, I suggest you make a list of the things you love to do and make it a point to cross one off every week as you do it. And if you happen to need a little inspiration, I happen to have a whole post on ways to play at any age. It's one of my most popular. I highly suggest you go take a look. Number nine, how are you eating? Are you feeding yourself well and do you have regular meal times? If not, please get them. Eating delicious, healthy food, along with the occasional guilty pleasure or comfort food, of course, and making eating regularly a priority are important. Set your phone with reminders if you have to. So many of us are working from home right now and it's just so easy to work through lunch. Please do not let this be you. Go grocery shopping this week and make sure you have food in your house. Number 10, play the happy homemaker for you. Make your home yours so that when you walk in, it's warm, inviting, and it just feels like you. Whether that means buying a houseplant, painting some walls, putting in cozy throws, or even cooking up a pot of soup so that it smells delicious, whatever it is, make a plan and do it. And if you don't know where to start, I suggest you pick the spot that sucks the most and start small. Go find the area that is driving you crazy and clear it out, right? Then take a good look at it. What is it specifically that you just hate about that spot? What are some small ways you can fix it? So if you hate staring at white walls in your home office, paint them. If you hate the desk in your home office, if it's chipped hand-me-down from the 60s you inherited from good old Aunt Linda, repaint it or re-gift it and find another. Number 11, put yourself down for a nap. You know, moms have that sixth sense for when their kids need rest in order to avert a meltdown. And if you're feeling cranky or overwhelmed or tired, the inclination as an adult with a lot on your plate is just to push through it. Don't do that. Give yourself a nap or even a little time out, a little break as needed. You will be caring for yourself like a champ, yes, but more than that, you'll often come back feeling clearer and better than ever. Because let's be honest, most problems aren't solved when we try to finesse them while cranky. In fact, we tend to make them worse. So do yourself a favor and give it a little rest for right now. That is the list. I hope you pick one of these this week and do it. And in fact, I would highly recommend you go and put it on your schedule right now. That's how you start to make some good old TLC and mothering a part of your everyday routine. I hope you really enjoyed this. I so appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. We'll talk next week. Bye, you guys.